This is a Georgie Fix Show. This is a Georgie Fix Show. I hope you enjoy the time you're with me. I hope you enjoy the time you're with me. Welcome. Howdy, y'all. My name is Georgie. Georgie Fix. This is episode six. And I'm going to call this Loki. Just because I just want to keep it clean, simple. Gonna be Loki episode one review, and so I'm just gonna talk about it, and just gonna pause every so often, and anything that comes up to mind, I'm just gonna talk about it and tell you the time I'm watching it at. So hope you enjoy that. Before I forget, this is super important. Listen to me, please. Listen, 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 Linda. Please, please, please listen. Before I forget, stop what you're doing. Pause this right now. Go to Instagram and follow me at. Georgie Figs. I'm going to spell it out for you. G-E-O-R-G-Y-F-I-G-S. That is my Instagram name. Follow that, please. So you can keep up with content and stuff I post on. And if you're not following this podcast on Spotify or, or Apple Podcast, please do so. So you can get up-to-date information and notifications of when my episodes release. Thank you very much. I Remember, don't forget to follow on Instagram and on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thank you, everyone. Love y'all. This is super heavy in spoilers. And I'm talking about from the first uh, Avengers movie all the way to the to Endgame and spoilers for the Loki episode, of course. So please, if you haven't seen that, if you don't know anything about Avengers and you've been wanting to watch that and get started, go start at Iron Man and then start watching it. Skip this, skip this, skip this whole series because believe me, you're gonna regret it. I'm talking, I'm gonna talk about everything in this, so please, 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 please. I don't want to ruin it for you. For instance, Endgame, I don't ruin that for anybody because that still gives me goosebumps up to this day. Great movie, I one of my top superhero movies of all time. Still, not my number one because my number one is Spider Man 2 from the Tobey Maguire series. Oh my gosh, that's Mega goosebumps. Spider-Man's my favorite superhero, by the way. But yeah, spoiler alert. First off, I like how the intro starts. It reminds you about what happened in the events of Endgame. 2012, Endgame, the Tesseract. Uh, Tony Stark lost it in an accident with the Hulk. And now Loki has the Tesseract. I love that it reminds you that because it's been over a year, over two, wait, 2019, 2020, over two years since Endgame came out. Believe, and, and, and before I forget, Endgame, I just watched an Instagram post from one of these, you know, fan fan websites, fan website, fan um, pages, and it was showing the reaction of the Endgame fight with Thanos and everybody else. You know, the parts where, like, Captain was going to fight just... Um, Thanos and his army alone and then you know you hear all you hear it's Steve on your left You know that part I went crazy for it and then shows you know other clips You know I still get goosebumps from that movie. I still get goosebumps from those scenes. So anyway continuation 2012 like that like that that introduction Just one more thing before I continue. I'm gonna play a sound in between all my thoughts so you know that I'm I'm going from one thought to the next because, like I said, I'm watching it. So it's going to be, you know, stopping and playing and stopping and playing and recording. So, yeah, just pay attention to that. Thank you. First thing I noticed, starting off already, 
This episode is 49 minutes. I'm expecting for it to be about 20 minutes of credits. Just like One Division. I didn't get that how One Division will be 30 minutes and five, six minutes of it with just credits. Like, yo, add more content to it. I hope this is the same thing. I don't know. That's just my thought. One thing, um, I don't know how I feel about this, but the Loki of this version of Loki is different than what we know from the original timeline. Don't forget, at by the end of Endgame, right up to Endgame, Loki became a good person. Eh, you can't really say good, more as that anti-hero, where you know he still does things to his benefit. He looks for you know his anything that helps him, right? But he's still a good guy in his heart, in some sense, right? But here, this is right after the first Avengers, so he's a villain. I don't know what I feel about that because he has so much character development, and now it's kind of gone. But now you can kind of play with the story because you're playing with villain Loki. So there's a lot of cool things you can do with it. I don't know. We just, you know, let's just keep paying attention. So I'm about three minutes and 44 seconds in, and... Loki's getting arrested by the Time Variance Authorities. So, I have a thought right here, and I don't know why. Why is he getting arrested for this apparently time breakage, right? From the main timeline. So, the thing about it is that this Loki doesn't know anything about this. Why isn't... Why aren't there other people getting arrested? For instance, Thor. Uh, you can also say... I mean, Tony Stark, you know, you know, we know about him. I'm sorry. They didn't want to bring him up. Uh, Captain America, even though he's in his state, you know, and after Endgame, he could be arrested too. You know, there's other people that meddled with time. You have Ant-Man. There's a lot of people that did a lot of crazy crap in Endgame. So just thinking, you know, why is Loki the only one up to now that's getting arrested? I don't know. I don't know. Just some thoughts of mine. Like I said, this is fresh ideas, fresh out of my mind. This is how I process. This is how I analyze shows and movies I'm watching. This is why you can't have me at your place when we're watching a movie that you love. Because I might break it down and you might hate me when I find out this movie you're watching that you love your whole life. It's actually crappier and has so much loopholes than you ever thought. I'm sorry, but let's continue. For y'all that don't know, the Time Variance Authority actually is from the comic books. It first appeared in Thor Volume 1, number 372, in October 1986. So, the Time Variance Authority, TVA, actually lives outside the timeline, out of dimensions, out of everything. And what they do is that they govern time, making sure that there's no corruption in time. For instance, in this, in this instance, Loki making a breakage in time. So that's why they're involved right now. So it's cool to know that it's from a comic book. It's not just made for the Loki series. That's great to know. So at this point, it is about 8 minutes and 50 seconds in. And Loki's in the booking process. You know, when in jail, you have to go through a process that they get you into the system. And well, this guy asked Loki, can you please confirm that you are, was born as an organic being and not a robot? And Loki basically says, of course I'm an organic being. Like, who wouldn't know they're a robot? And then the guy says, okay, you confirm that you're organic. And then he tells him, pass through. So there's a machine that, it looks basically like a metal detector. Probably not. I still don't know what it is yet. 
And then Loki says, whoa, what about if I'm if I was born a robot man? And no. And the guy says, well, you will be burned to pieces, melted. I'm like, yo, that's kind of funny, kind of crazy. Like, imagine if he was born a robot and he didn't know. Twist, 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 twist. By the way, five seconds later, he's not a robot. Spoiler alert, my bad. Another observation. I, I have noticed, basically, that the whole booking process is going really slow. And I think it's ironic because it's basically they're demonstrating you that this is a government bureaucracy. And everything goes slow with the government. And it's just ironic that no matter what, where you are in time, space, anything, that government is so slow. It's so funny to me. By the way, uh, so now Loki is in the waiting room. And they kind of started playing this tutorial video of why he's there. And I just wanted to point out that if you're caught or you're arrested for time corruption, you're called a variant. And I don't know if you know this, but in the internals uh, comic book, variant is basically what Thanos is. It's a corrupted gene from the mut- from the mutants. That's something different, but I don't know if it plays to this. I don't know if it's all connected. But anyway, so whenever someone breaks the timeline and causes a different branch, they call it a Nexus event. So just something that's cool to know that they, they have a specific name to it. And the reason why they got to protect the timelines from breaking off is because this has happened before in the past. And what that caused was a multiverse war. I don't know. I'm going to have to do research in that and come back to you to know if that is strictly just for this or this was somewhere else. It probably isn't. It probably is from the comic books because the TVA was made a long time ago. So, you know, just think about those things. So, cool Easter egg. I'm about 13 minutes in and it's 1549 and it's we, we show up to uh, this detective it looks like a detective. Um, they haven't said a name yet. I looked it up in Google, and it's Morbius and Morbius. Uh, not Morbius from the vampire in Spider-Man series. I think not. He's a detective. He's a TVA, right? And they're at a church, or someone looks like a church, because there's church windows. And it shows in one of the windows a devil-looking creature. And I think that's Mephesto. So that's pretty cool that they're all combining together. If you don't know, Mephesto uh, was supposed to. That's why everybody thought was going to come out in WandaVision. And I think it will come out not in WandaVision because that happened already, of course. But in the Stranger, uh, Doctor Strange movie. That's I think that's where it's going to come out. Where Wanda, I don't know if you remember at the end credit of WandaVision. She... If you hear the background really close, you can hear her two sons screaming. And theory is, not really theory, it came out actually in the comic books, that Wanda's two kids, their souls, were taken from Mephesto. And Mephesto is a representation of the devil in the MCU. So, I don't know, there could be Easter eggs or, you know, Loki might really go to hell at one point. I don't know, let's see. But we, we know for sure... One that's gonna try to get her kids at some point.
Okay, okay, okay. Important, important. I'm at 60 minutes, and Loki is in front of a judge and in trial. And she asks him, are you guilty or not? And he says, well, I'm not guilty of anything. Uh, who should be guilty is the Avengers because they came back in time, metal with time, trying to get another chance at the stones. And I'm like, how does he know that? I don't know. Is this a loophole? I don't know. I'm going to keep watching. But that just, I don't know. I don't know what to think about that. Because I'm shook about that. How does he know this? This timeline doesn't know anything about this. Unless he knows the future. Hmm. Okay, about 10 seconds later. He mentions that he, he could smell the two Tony Starks in the room. Yeah, that could be true. You know, you know. But at the same time, you can't confirm it. Huh. You know what I mean? I don't know. Okay, about 30 seconds later, the just says what happened in Endgame, meddling in time, was supposed to happen, but Loki escaping wasn't part of the plan. Okay, okay, that doesn't make sense to me. How are they okay with disrupting time, even though they come back and put everything in place, but Loki escaping is it? It's not his fault. He doesn't know. How, I mean, of course, if he said he knew, then he is, you know, guilty of the crime because he knows that they came back from the future and he escaped. You know what I mean? So I'm just thinking about it. I'm trying to add it up. I understand why they're okay with the Avengers doing what they did because they didn't break anything. But Loki broke the timeline, knowing that he was going to break the timeline. And does that sound logical? I think that sounds logical. I'm trying to break it down and see if there's a loophole in this in this logic here. Okay, about another minute later, I'm at 17 minutes now. And the judge says that the timekeepers dictate what should go what should happen. And the judge just affirms what they dictate. You know what I mean? So she's affirming the law that they want. So it's up to them. The timekeepers, I, I didn't mention this earlier, I'm sorry, but the timekeepers are these three gods that created the flow of time outside of time and space. And so they dictate what is what is right and what is wrong in time. So basically, Loki, you know, I'm sorry, but these three beings that you can't talk to are, you know, saying that you fucked up. Well, I'm sorry, you fucked up, man. This is hilarious. Now at 28 minutes and 20 seconds. So Detective uh, Morbius is investigating uh, Loki. And so there's this room and he has his projector. And then he shows Loki, quote unquote, his greatest hits. And he points out, like, you're not the god of mischief. It's bullcrap. Cut the crap. You're just a bad guy. That's what he like to do. And then I don't. And then he mentions to him that you've been great at doing things, you know, bad things, and getting away with it. And crazy, he goes and changes up the projector, and he shows one of his favorite scenes of Loki's uh, past, and it's the fact that Loki is DB Cooper, 
And I don't know if you know this, but D.B. Cooper was a man that took uh, apparently a bomb on a plane and took the aircraft hostage. Um, he he demanded to land and for the authorities to give him a million or not a million dollars. I don't know how much it was, but give him money. And then after that, they fly off and he throws himself out of the plane. In the show, it shows it was during the day. In reality, it was at night. But anyway, Loki throws himself off and then Heimdall sums him back to Asgard. And it's just funny to think that the only reason why Loki's D.B. Cooper is because of a bet he lost to Thor. Fucking funny. I think that's I think that's great. You know, it's great script writing. I love this investigation because it's the evil Loki. And so in this TVA area, he has a collar on him. So basically this collar controls time to Loki only. So anytime he does something like get out of line, run away, you just press the button and he comes back to place. Like basically kind of a dog to some sense, right? You're controlling him. And so it's funny because now Loki ha- is in control of, they're in control of Loki. Because he's always wanted to be the ruler of everything, you know, the nine realms. And now he he's he's not even the ruler of himself. They control him. You know what I mean? It's ironic. And that's what he gets. You know, you always, you can't get what you always want, right? Wow, this interview got, got in intense. So, basically, uh, Detective Morbius is showing Loki the, his future, or what should have been his future, if he wouldn't have picked up that Tesseract. And he keeps asking him, do you like hurting people? Do you like hurting people? And it's crazy because you never think of it like that. You just think he's trying to empower others, right? Trying to gain the throne of the world. But in reality, like the guy said, Loki was not born to be king. He was born to cause pain and suffering and death. And also for others to achieve their best versions of themselves. Oh my gosh, it's rea- it's, that's realistic because think of it like this. The Avengers... Before the Battle of New York, they were a mess because of Loki, right? They brought He brought on all the aliens in New York. The Avengers said, we have to fight together. And that's where the Avengers started. And from there, everybody just kept getting better. Let's even go into deeper, right? Thor, the man we love, Thor. Uh, have, have you ever noticed... In Thor 1 and 2, this is why a lot of people don't like the Thor movies. Because it's basically about the relationship between Thor and Loki. You can't have a Thor movie without Loki. If you remember, Thor 1, at the end, Loki dies. Thor cries. Uh, the second one, Loki dies. Thor cries. It's basically a domestic violence relationship that they have. And then in Ragnarok, Thor is like, I don't care anymore. Stay in the car and die if you want to. And that was basically when Thor became a hero. He became the best of himself. When he detached himself from his brother. He became a better him. And you can see it because that's when Thor found out in himself, right? That he's not the god of hammers. He's the god of thunder. You see what I mean? That was literally the most powerful Thor we've ever seen. Because he he doesn't even need Mjolnir anymore. 
that's how much it shows you how strong he is. Whoa, whoa, whoa. At 35 minutes and 37 seconds now, Loki escaped from the interrogation room. Uh, before I forget, the reason why he's being interrogated is because more the Morbius thinks that he could be helpful for the TVA. I don't know why they haven't mentioned the reasons yet, but um, Loki runs away and he finds himself in with the guy that he first met when he got the right to the TVA. He this guy he works for evidence, so he documents the evidence and puts it into the system. And Loki, the guy gives them gives Loki a tesseract. And he looked down to the drawer where the Tetra was at, and he just sees the Infinity Stones, like bunches of them, just laying there. And it makes sense because if you break the time, the time zone, the timeline, not time zone, timeline, of course, that's an evidence. And how many people have gone back or out of time to find the Infinity Stones? I bet a lot. And it's just crazy to think, you know, what are they planning? What is the MCU planning? You know, are, are they trying to hint that there's other people messing with time that are, you know, are threatening to Earth? You know what I mean? Lots to think. Lots to think. So about 15 seconds after he saw that the Infinity Souls were just sitting in a fucking drawer. That's when he had a moment of astonishment. That's when he realized that in reality, the, the Tesseract and the, and the stones, what he's been wanting, what he's been looking for, right? to be the ruler of you know the nine realms it's small it's little compared to what the TVA is and it just it just this is something that I always say you know when when you when you're trying to achieve a goal right and you get there the grass is now the grass is not always greener on the other side you know you get there and is and and you notice that's not what you really wanted and it I always tell people this, and it's crazy. That's what Loki is feeling right now. He just feels that his goal was kind of, you know, not as great as he thought it was. Wow. You know what I mean? That's deep. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I had to pause this. I had to pause this. I'm at 38 minutes and 56, 58 seconds. So what's going on now is that Loki ran away. Uh, and he's looking for the Tesseract, right? And he found it. They kind of the authorities catched up with him, and he f- teleported himself back to the integration room using the the collar he has. And so the thing about it is that he started playing with the projector that shows the timeline, and he's looking how everything plays in his future. So first shows the death of his mother, how he caused it. Next shows his father's death. He kind of caused that too. And then lastly, it shows how him and his brother patched everything up and fought together in Ragnarok. Oh my gosh, goosebumps. And then he leads up to his death, Infinity War. You remember the line? Loki says to Thanos, I pledge to you my undying fidelity. That's the scene. That's the scene that it shows, where Thanos then says "undying," and starts choking Thanos. Oh my God! You see his face. His face went from more of a smiling, because he he was glad that he patched up things with his brother, to a frown, to more mad and anger. 
basically as if everything he did for Thanos was in vain. Oof, goosebumps. So he's basically getting this character development in less than 30 minutes. It's crazy. Like, do you... I, I don't know. Can I really believe that he will... I don't know, because this thing... Okay, let me let me collect my thoughts. Can you believe that Loki will get back to his original self as in the original timeline where he's good again? You know, in a short period of time, it seems maybe no. It seems that it's kind of rushed. But at the same time, I don't think so because it's the same Loki. He was going to go through all that anyway. But now he just rushed through it and saw it all at once. And so everything he went through, he's feeling it now. That change is coming in in a matter of seconds. Because he's seeing how everything he did has just backfired on his life. Like I said, he's the cause of his mom's death. The Dark Elves came to Asgard thinking that it, it was going to come for Thor. But in reality, it came from his, his mother. And then after that, he put his dad in a home, basically. He sent them off to... To Finland. Or was it Norway? One of them both. But anyway, he sent them off. And then after that, his dad was like, you know, I'm tired. It's my time to go. And he dies. And then he causes own death too. It just, everything is his fault. So it's a shock to him. And, and I feel it right now. I feel it. So two things. At the very end, Loki realizes... The interrogation was basically a therapy session for him. And he and he tells Detective Morbius, I don't like killing people. I don't like hurting people. I just do it because I am weak. And this is the only way I can show, put fear upon others. Which is crazy because you would never think Loki says that. That's I think it's out of character, but at the same time it isn't. It's out of character for that Loki because he is from an evil period of his life but future Loki will probably say that I think uh, so other than that plot twist the reason why they need help from Loki uh, Detective Morbius can't give him salvation because he is a variant from the timeline so he has to be reset I don't know what reset means I just think that he is erased and for timeline to continue how it should be. Basically, he goes back to basically erase him and put him back in place of how he should have been initially, right? That's what I think. But anyway, um, what's happening is that he, they need help. The TVA needs help from him because it happens to be that there's somebody killing the Minutemen. Who are the Minutemen? They are the basically the cops of the TVA. And somebody has been killing them over several periods of time. And who's that person? It happens to actually be Loki. And so Loki is his own worst enemy. You, you get it? Ironic, right? He literally, like I said, Loki has been causing his own demise. And now Loki is his own worst enemy. And that's something he has to deal with to get closure with himself. Boom. Game over. Done. That's what I think. That is what I understand beyond. I'm I'm reading the storyline, not just as a fanatic looking at the Easter eggs. I'm looking at them more deep. And that's what I think. So, yeah, 
That that's the end of it. I finished it. Don't expect an end credit. Okay, so I gotta finish it off with a rating. Hmm. So IGN gave it a seven, but that's BS. But IGN is notorious for giving everything a seven, basically. I give it an eight point three. I think it was really good. The only thing that I would say is that you had a lot of character development in a really small time. But I think it's very reasonable because Loki is basically put through a crisis right now. And it's very reasonable for someone to go through that. And I don't know. It's just, I think there's more you can do with Loki than, for instance, Scarlet Witch in the other show or Captain America and Falcon. So this is going to be amazing because he can go through time to space and he's going to fight himself. So let's see how that ends off. Maybe it's going to end up with Loki getting salvation at the end. I don't know. Let's see what happens. But it's going to be amazing. I expect a lot from this show. So it better finish off better than the Captain and the Falcon. I don't like the ending. I fell asleep. I was bored. But this is going to be great. I know it is. I have high hopes for this. Thank you all for listening. I'm going to be doing this for the next episodes. Um, it's kind of fun to do it. But kind of difficult. I would, I would love to do this on YouTube, but I, I don't know. I love the podcast. It lets me talk more. And it's easier for me. Because, you know, as you know, my English is not that great. Like a 4 out of 10. And <laughs> and so in a podcast, I can just be able to reset what I, what I say in a video. is a lot tougher. So, yeah, I will try to figure something out so I can show these videos to you guys and talk about it at the same time. Uh, thank you for everything and hope you enjoy it. Have a good night, everybody. This is the Georgie Fix Show. This is the Georgie Fix Show. I hope you enjoyed the time you're with me. I hope you enjoyed the time you're with me.